announcement. The hemp revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. You can hear the stories of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating the business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game forever. Introducing your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. What's up, guys? Sonia Gomez coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Super excited to be here on another Rock Your Socks episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast, where we are sharing and telling the real story of the industry through the eyes of the entrepreneurs who are pushing this incredible space forward and making it possible for folks just like yourselves to have access to the highest quality products that are available on the marketplace. If you know me, you know that it's my mission and my passion to support you with the truth about cannabis and hemp so that you can make educated decisions about how you want to care for yourself, the people that you love, conditions you may be suffering from, or otherwise caring for that beautiful gift of life that you have. If you're someone who's looking for products you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or an established business owner looking to break through the glass ceiling and brick walls, check us out at theemeraldcircle.com. We are happy to help. On today's episode, we have one of my favorite canopeneurs in the marketplace, our very own Darren Philpy, who is the co-founder of Good Body and the Good Body Journal Community, started his professional career in software sales in Silicon Valley during the dot-com boom. After eight years, two layoffs, and a few other road bumps, He came to the conclusion that corporate America was just not for him, and he started his entrepreneurial journey to find his passion and purpose again. In his search, he stumbled upon the buzz that surrounded the hemp and CBD industry, which was told by the incredible stories of individuals who had significantly improved their quality of life by using this incredible ingredient. When it hit home with his father, Darren, who has always been super passionate about natural health and fitness, dove headfirst into this industry with a mission to understand the deep inner workings of the plant, the science behind CBD, and the transformation that was possible with his products. He is now committed to providing transformational products, information, education, and a safe, very rapidly growing community where people just like yourselves can come around and from all over the world can come around and really celebrate the, this miraculous remedy, as well as find out other natural tips and tricks that they can use to preserve and improve their overall well-being naturally. Super excited to hear more about his story and the mission to transform the way that we think about our health and well-being. Help me welcome my good friend, Darren Philby. How's it going, Darren? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm so good. I'm really excited to have you on the show today. I've been watching and participating in your journey to success, which 
as we know, being a part of the cannabis and hemp industry is full of peaks and valleys, but I'm super fascinated by how you guys are approaching this industry. And I'm excited to have your brother on as well. But for those who are not so familiar with you and your story, why don't you just take a minute and share with us a little bit about who you are, what your background is, and how you ended up in the boom. Yeah, sure. So a little bit about my background, you touched on it a little bit in the introduction. You know, I got started, as do a lot of people, just in business and in life with a, what, you know, quote unquote, normal career. You know, I went to college, got a degree and, you know, was, you know, went down the path that they say that you kind of, like everybody's supposed to do and got into corporate America and got into software sales. I had a good experience there, but like you said, I after I went through a couple of layoffs, I just decided that that just wasn't the path for me. I had this entrepreneurial spirit, although I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And frankly, that, that lasts for a, quite a long time. I, I dabbled in a lot of different things. And as I've gotten older, I've really pondered, what's my legacy going to be? What am I really passionate about? And, and something that's it's not about you know just making money anymore. And along that path, uh, you know, I've been, I've been in the fitness space for a long time, just personally. I think I picked up my first weight when I was 16 years old and got serious when I was around 18. And so I've been training for about 30 years. So I've always had this desire to be healthy, both and, and to, to look good and feel good, right? Inside and out. I mean, there's, I'd be lying if there wasn't some portion of it that's sort of aesthetically and vanity driven, but at the same time, I absolutely want to stay healthy as long as I can. And maintain the highest quality of life that I possibly can for, you know, well into my later years. And so, um, so I've gone down that path and in probably just, you know, it wasn't even that long ago that I was introduced to CBD and I mean, and just the cannabis, obviously I was aware of the cannabis space, but CBD kind of came on a little bit later and I just started hearing and reading about all these amazing stories of people getting these incredible results from it. And along this period of time, I started developing a stronger opinion of the pharmaceutical industry and wanting to personally stay, stay away from that as much as possible, but also realizing sort of the pitfalls for the people that are um, unfortunately stuck in that space for their own uh, issues, medical issues. And so along that path as well, you know, I, it's funny because when my brother and I started talking about this, we had a conversation with my father and he had mentioned that, and, and, and keep in mind, he's been through a couple knee surgeries. And so it, it was actually at that point in time, like even struggling to walking around was, was getting more difficult for him. And he's frankly, he's not even that old. I mean, they're, my parents are 74. And so, but he had, uh, he had brought up CBD with us and we're like, huh, that's, that's pretty funny because we, you know, we've been talking about this and fortunately for him is that he, after talking to him about what he's using and where he got it, we realized that the quality of the CBD he was using was just not there. And frankly, I wouldn't have been surprised if there was actually any CBD in the product that he was using because he, he wasn't getting results. And just based on what I, what I learned about the industry at that point in time, I could just tell by the companies that were selling it. Uh, that he went to that there was just it, it just wasn't good quality stuff so 
that's kind of like where this thing really started taking off. So it's been kind of a combination of passion for fitness and health combined with a desire to live a, a high quality life well into it. Personally, my 80s, 90s, I mean, I want to reach 100, but I want to get there feeling good, right? And so, and I want that for my parents. And so it's all about just kind of maintaining that joy and balance. And when they talk about, you know, when we can get into this in more detail, but just homeostasis within the body, which keeps you feeling healthy, you know, for as long as possible. And so that's kind of where it all came from. And we're just really, and I will say this, cause it's really important. Like I mentioned at the beginning, I, this is the first thing that I've done in my professional life, which just so happens to combine a couple of things, my, my passion in my personal life, but this is the first thing I've done that I'm really passionate about. And I really deeply care about what this plant is able to do and the results that people are getting from it. And so for us, it just became a mission to participate and to be very focused about where we're participating. And we can get into more detail about that too, but that's, that's essentially where I'm from and, and why we started the company. That's amazing. I love how this industry tends to pull from very personal inspiration, you know, like, of course, a lot of the entrepreneurs that I talk to can definitely recognize an opportunity. Otherwise, why would you even be in business in the first place? But secondarily to that, there's generally a motivating fact that draws us in. And it often it's because of a, a family or close friend or relative that inspires us to take action and, and move towards making a shift and a change. Now, there's quite a few frustrations with the industry. We're definitely going through what I'm calling a cleansing right now. And that for a lot of businesses is pretty prohibitive in the way that they're able to move forward. However, you guys in the beginning stages here, and I think this is really important conversation because we have a lot of budding entrepreneurs who are listening in, trying to figure, you know, obviously we can identify that there's an opportunity here, right? But nobody can really understand what their unique entry point is or how they should be, you know, participating in this space. What was it for you that made you do something different than anybody else? I mean, it was, you could have done anything and come out with um, just another Me Too product, but I know that you guys have put a lot of time and a lot of effort into finding something that was unique, really quality. You're having a really close relationship with the manufacturers that you're, and formulators that you're working with. You spent a lot of time looking for the right certification so that you could move into compliance. What was your, you know, what, what was one of your main motivating factors in really taking your time in the beginning stages here and making sure that you got it right? That's a great question. And, you know, what we did as far as why we decided to go the direction that we did or that we're, that we're going and um, what kind of drove that was, well, number one, I mean, I will say that we wanted to do this business the right way. We, we want to be around for the long haul. We want some longevity. We want to produce quality products with quality ingredients, quality sourcing, all of that stuff. Um, but one of the things that we learned along the way, and I, and I have been told this for a long time, to be honest, because I have, a, once I got past my whole corporate experience, I, I, I've had experience with digital marketing and e-com and some of those things. But the idea of the, a lot of people will say is niching down is really critical to a small company like ours in order to be able to thrive. There's a lot of 
there, well, there's at least a big handful, if not quite a few companies out there that have very deep pockets and they can afford to be everything to everybody in a way, because they can continue to throw money at marketing and getting their products in front of everybody. For a, for a small company starting out, whether you've got small goals or big goals, and we happen to have large goals, you still need to find a niche that, in my opinion, you're passionate about. For us, that's fitness. Health is obviously a part of that. And so, you know, when we select that just based on, because when we started out, we didn't, we actually weren't going down that path, to be honest. We initially looked at baby boomers, you know, and, and again, come back to the story with my dad and his knee pain and that type of stuff. And so we were looking at that, but at the end of the day, what ended up happening was we came upon the realization that that demographic didn't like resonate with us. And I don't know that we resonate with them. Like if we're going to tell a story and we're going to communicate to that demographic, we don't have experience there yet. Cause I'm, I'm not a baby boomer. I'm not my parents' age. Whereas I've got 30 years of fitness experience and working out and staying healthy, I can relate to that. I also just happen to be somebody who likes supplementation in the fitness space. So I take pre-workouts and all that. So anyway, to go back to your, your initial question is, you know, picking a niche so that you can become a bigger fish in a smaller pond, I guess, for lack of a better phrase, is what drove that. And ho hopefully that answers the question that you were asking. Yeah, I think it's important. They say that the riches are in the niches and to really taking your time to, you know, to think about who you're going to serve and falling in love with that person, right? And it's Absolutely. very difficult. It's very difficult to build a business long term unless you're just cold blooded, you know, like if you're right. just all about the cash moolah, then and you have a lot of it, then you can do almost anything as far as like, you know, targeting multiple people and, and, and speaking to a broader demographic. However, in cannabis and hemp, there's quite a few challenges in marketing and advertising. And so folks have to be pretty creative, which you guys have a pretty significant head start on. And I absolutely love how you've approached the, the industry as a whole. Like you're giving yourself a really strong competitive edge. And I'd love to hear straight from you what some of those key things that you did ahead of time, even before your products were ready, before any of the, you know, physical aspect of your business was prepared, you guys heavily invested in both in the upfront time to build yourself an incredible community that's reached just about 26,000 now, right? 28,000? Yeah, actually, I think we're rolling up on 30, actually, as we speak. So it's amazing. Um, and yeah. that, and you built your community, the Good Body Journal in what, 70 days, 80 days? Yeah. I mean, it probably, I would say, you know, pro yeah, probably over just a few months. It did, it did not take that long to do. And, and frankly, you know, with regard to that, like it just, you can, a lot of that too depends on how much you can invest in that. But it, we grew up, we grew up pretty fast and, and we're going to continue to invest in that asset as well. So. so how do you see, and for a lot of folks out there, they're trying to decide, you know, what, what's the best method for them to advertise and promote their companies. And so I'd love to just talk about this for a minute because myself, I've been extremely successful in diversifying my revenue streams by having my community. And at the same time, it's sort of like a moat around my business where anytime I have a promotion, or want to test an offer or want to start something new, I have a built-in focus group that I can communicate with and connect with 
who will, you know, direct how I make my next decision. And for me, so for me, it's like a built-in profit center and a moat around my business. How do you see the Good Body Journal being an asset for you and your business? So I see the Good Body Journal being an asset in for, for the same reasons that, that you, you've just mentioned for yourself. It is a, it's actually, it's, it's got multiple benefits, in my opinion. Um, you know, one thing I didn't mention earlier is that one of our objectives is education. So it is a place, it's a platform where we can get not only the message about CBD out, but just anything related to health and fitness in our particular case. So being able to continually educate people, um, and, and definitely in this space, because there's a lot of misinformation out there, but also to, you know, and there's obviously the, the obvious benefits of being able to occasionally promote products there. But I think one of the big ones, and, and this is frankly what drove the initial product mix that we're, that we were launching with, um, is being able to use that community as a sounding board. They're following you already. They like your content and your, your page or your group or however you have it set up. So why not find out what they want? Um, what, you know, you know, cause we did, we conducted a, a survey within our, our page just to see, you know, what are they using? What's, what are some of their favorite types of products? Have they tried CBD before? You know, and the other thing too, is that you've got to see, you got to look at who's the demographic because our, our page at, at least um, at the, at this moment is, is heavily weighted to the female side. So that makes your, your decisions, um, it drives your decisions to some extent too. Not that we can't continue to grow the male side of it, but so there's a lot of different ways to, to leverage that asset. It also, you know, in, in the case for, for the other um, entrepreneurs out there, you know, it's something that can be leveraged when, for example, if you, if you want to, because this is something that we're going to be doing, but if you want to start a podcast and you want to be able to, um, use that as a way to push the message out as, as sort of a selling point as to why somebody would want to get on your podcast, especially in the beginning when you, you may not have a massive following for the podcast itself. There's a lot of different ways to do that. Also for retail or anybody that you're going to be having partnerships with, it could be affiliates, entrepreneurs, uh, influencers, or actual retail outlets to be able to say that we have a following of over 30,000 people and we are happy to announce your company or your store or your Instagram page um, as a part of, say, the interview that we do with them, that's another attractive feature as well. So it's got a lot of really huge benefits. I couldn't agree more. As a matter of fact, that is like the number one way that I rose to the top as an independent entrepreneur. I was able to leverage my page and my community to attract the ideal you know, customers and partners that I wanted to be working with. And it's been really cool to like hear people's stories and to connect and, and find way points of collaboration. It's been an incredible journey, you know, and I think that it requires each other, you know, to have that foresight on behalf of the industry, you know, like you're really covering a piece of this that a lot of companies are now just like, oh, maybe perhaps I should probably, you know, do that. And you're already months and tens of thousands of people ahead. So congratulations on that. And I'm really, I really love the good body community. I myself am somebody who's trying to figure out getting back into my good body or like what makes my body feel good. No shortage of puns, by the way. I can't wait till I get like my good body leggings and my like 
my good body sweatshirts. Like I'm so into all of the phrases and puns that come from your guys' name, by the way. It's super excited. And believe me that the apparel is coming. I, I'm super excited about that too. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be so super fun. What do we have to look forward to here in the new year? In 2020, I know you guys are launching. You have an incredible lotion. And yours is one of the first like full body care lotions that I've seen. The formulation is fantastic. It's a daily must have for me. Like one of those things that you never leave home without. I know that you guys have a tincture and then you have one other really unique product, an essential oil roll-on, which is specifically geared towards pain relief. How did you come up with, like so many people just did a, you know, area specific topical, not something that mm-hmm. you can use all over the place. And then everybody right. did some, some sort of tincture, usually around the three to 500 milligram mark. And then, and then, but I have not seen maybe one other company that and in the hundreds or thousands that I've talked to, I've seen maybe one other company with an essential oil roll on. Why did you choose to do a full body lotion rather than just a, an area specific topical? And how the heck did you come up with doing an essential oil roll-on? So we decided on a full body lotion because of something I mentioned earlier, and that is that we surveyed our audience. Again, one of the benefits of having an audience to talk to, especially when you've got, you know, 25, 30,000, you, you get some, some nice feedback from that. And because, again, it was, you know, it's probably the majority are women, um, we wanted to have something that would be a great female product, but we also wanted to do something, and, and this will tie into the essential oil roll-on that you're talking about, is that we wanted, you know, one of the things that we, and I know a lot of companies are striving to do this too, so we're not the only game in town that's trying to do this, but we're really committed to coming out with unique products. We're, we're not just trying to release, you know, just take some regular lotion and drop some CBD in it. We want to incorporate benefits of, for example, terpenes, which our lotion is terpene infused. And we just so happen to be working with a phenomenal manufacturer that has 25 years of experience with, you know, aromatherapy, essential oils, terpenes, like they know this stuff like the back of their hand. And so they know how to incorporate that to be able to increase the benefits of CBD specific to particular things like our lotion is called de-stress and because it's designed to be calming and to de-stress you, but it can be used full body and it can be used on your face. It can be used anywhere, anywhere you like. So it is by far my favorite recovery product, like separate from the stress, which is just like a natural thing that I experience when using CBD in general. Like what I'm recognizing is after, cause I'm starting this whole like pretty rigorous yoga I know yoga doesn't sound like all crazy or anything, but it can be, it It can be be. like, I'm going on this crazy core power five days a week. Like I have my girlfriends who have incentivized the shit out of me. So I have no excuses and I have to be honest with you, like post 90 minute yoga sculpt class, I'm done. Like I want my mom, my fucking everything heard and I am bathing in the de-stress lotion because you guys have a really significant milligram in the lotion 
Yeah. And I noticed that my recovery time is better, that I'm like, I'm not as sore when I go back to my next yoga sculpt class. It's really nice to have something that I can use both as a moisturizer, but, you know, even further as a, you know, recovery product. Absolutely. And there is a great dose in that bottle. And actually that's one of the things that, you know, one of, I guess one of the areas that we, we not as not as big of one, but one of the areas where we do want to differentiate ourselves. And in a second, I'll talk about the essential oil roll-on because that one is heavily dosed as well. And I've looked at a lot of roll-ons out there and I don't think I've seen anything that has what ours, especially um, when you look at the ratio to the entire like bottle size, like how much, how many milligrams of CBD are in there. But you know, part of the other thing too is, is that with CBD, it's like finding what works for you, right? So with a lotion, it can be, yes, it feels good on my skin. It calms me, but it's also another way to get CBD. Some people don't love, even with the flavored tinctures that are on the market, people just don't love, you know, you can only disguise the CBD so much. It's not going to taste like a milkshake, right? So it's like, so some people don't want to, to use it that way. So there are other ways to get CBD in your life ways that you may, things that you're already doing, for example, applying lotion. And some of the things that you'll see from us in the future, you know, when you look at the fitness space specifically, it could be a pre-workout, a post-workout, a, you know, some sort of recovery for the time being, like the tincture will serve you well with recovery. But yeah, so that, that's kind of why we did it the way we did is one is just sort of like the results of what our audience was asking for and what they use, but also to find different methods of, getting CBD to people in a way that they would like or, you know, gravitate towards um, because it might be doing something in that capacity already. Love, love that. And then real quick, I'll address the, the essential oil roll. I mean, that, again, the same philosophy that we use with the lotion in that there are certain terpenes that are better for relieving the occasional aches and pains associated with fitness or just life. Um, and so, you know, combining that with CBD gets better results. And so you're going to see a lot more of that from us. We're combining, it could be something existing in the marketplace already. You know, you've got the, the turmerics and the melatonins of the world and they address certain things. And so, but when you combine that with the terpenes and CBD itself, you start to compound the benefits for somebody that are using those products. And so that's, that's what our goal is. I love that. Um, if you had to give three pieces of advice and you guys are coming down the pipeline here where you're, you're just getting ready to launch, you've come through some incredible, um, you know, challenges and you've also had some really incredible things to celebrate. I know that there's a lot of people out there who are listening and just sort of wondering like when things are so tough and when it's so challenging, how do you navigate your way through and the pieces of advice that can be offered from an entrepreneur who's just a few, you know, miles ahead on the road, there's quite a bit of perspective that can be offered in that situation. If you had to give one or two key pieces of advice to folks who are just getting started in this space and may need some words of wisdom to keep them pushing through, what would those pieces of advice be? Uh, some, some pieces of advice for new entrepreneurs in this space. I, you know, that, that's, that's a fantastic question because when I started this journey, uh, I said this to my brother and, and a number of other people that I, I knew that it was going to be an experience that would grow me both personally and professionally. 
and it, in, a, in a fairly short period of time, it, is, it has already done that. And I would say, number one, and this is, this is going to sound so basic, but first, just breathe. I am somebody that, as I've gotten older, stress hits me harder. Um, I seem to get anxiety more often. And so, you know, being able to just pause in those moments where you feel overwhelmed, stressed out, wondering if you're going to be able to do this, it's important to just take a step back and breathe. And if you're somebody into, in fact, I need to incorporate this. I don't have this in my life, but like meditation, for example. But I would say that stuff can, when you're hitting little roadblocks that you need to push through to be successful in this industry, that's those feelings are going to come on fairly strong. And so it's important just to be able to have a handle on that. And whether that be having an outlet to somebody to talk to or whoever, and if you really want to do this right, I think get surround yourself with the right people and be very discerning about who you partner with. But I say that in the context of this question so that you can have somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off to or off of. So that would be one. The other piece of advice that I would give, and it's more, it's more of an expectation, is, uh, and this has been true of us now, I don't know if this is true of everybody, but things typically tend to take a little longer than you expect. So set some realistic expectations for yourself um, and allow some buffer time. And and just to give an example, like if you were creating labels for your product, you may have to do a number of revisions to those labels before they go out. You need to make sure that they're compliant and all that stuff takes time, especially when you're trying to be the conductor of an orchestra and you've got a few different people involved in the process, each one of those areas needs time to do their part. And so setting proper expectations for yourself so that you don't have the anxiety and the stress that I just talked about. That's been for for me personally, that's been something that I've had to adjust to. And it's sort of the school of hard knocks, as they say, you know, experience in it. And, And now I know what to expect going forward. So that, that would be another one I would definitely, just as a piece of advice to anybody starting out in the business. And then let's see, pushing through any other hurdles. I'm not sure. Those are two of the big ones, to be honest. Like I don't... Yeah, I, I think that that encompasses the, <laughs> the current landscape of the CBD industry yeah. pretty well. I'll piggyback off of what you said and just throw out there, because I think you alluded to it without actually saying it. So I'll say it. You know, one of the most important investments I have ever made in my business and my career has been mentorship. And I say that investing in myself allows me the opportunity to grow and expand and flourish differently than most of my competitors. And where I look at the industry as much of an opportunity to be collaborative, still It is still a pretty stiff competition. And for me, I want the best competitive edge that I can possibly get. So anytime that I have ever started anything new, I've invested, you know, five, 10, 15, 25, up to $50,000 in Mm -hmm. my mentorship so that I have continuous and ongoing support when it comes down to making the important decisions for myself and my business. And when, especially when I'm getting freaked out and overwhelmed and uncertain and feeling like I just want to jump ship and not knowing how much longer I can tread water, 
you know, those are the most important times where I can get on with my mentor. I can get on with my coach. I can get on with a mutual member of a mastermind and I'm building these and I have built these incredible lifelong friendships and relationships with these folks who at the drop of a hat can jump on with me, listen to my overwhelm, help me sort of dissolve the stress and get into really strategic tactical conversations that allow me to move the needle. So for me, I could never emphasize the importance of never allowing yourself to be the smartest person in the room, but always making sure that you have a support system and a mentor or a coach or somebody who is, you know, again, a few miles down the road from you and nothing's ever going to be perfect. You know, just because you invest time and money in with a mentor doesn't mean that they're always going to have the right answer, but it's way better than being on your own. And nine times out of 10, having that extra person to talk through something will just remind you that the answer that you're looking for is within you all the time. And at least that's been my experience with mentorship is just reminding me that it's okay for me to feel confident. It's okay for me to, you know, lose my sense of competence and then bring it full circle to find the courage to take the next step. At the end of the day, the only job that an entrepreneur has, especially if they are running and building a team or a company that is worth its weight in gold. Your number one task is to decide. That's it. That's the only thing you have to do is decide. And the great news that no one ever talks about is that there's no such thing as the wrong decision. The wrong choice is to sit on the, the choice for too long. You just have to move. If water is stagnant, you don't want to drink it. As long as things are in motion, you're going to be making headway. Not every choice you make is going to give you the outcome that you want. And not every decision that you have to make is going to be easy, but it is necessary. So it's all about courage and whether or not you have the cojones to make the choices when you're presented with them. So my, my key pieces of advice or words of wisdom for those of you who are listening And no matter how far you are down the trail of entrepreneurship, you're going to come up against a time where you're going to have to make a choice and having the courage to do so, or having somebody who is a mentor or sounding board for you is probably going to be one of your top three most powerful assets in anything that you are doing. Those are my words of wisdom for today. Erin, what are some final thoughts or words that you'd like to share before we finish today's interview? Yeah. And I'd like to just real quick piggyback on your, (laughs) and because that you raised a very, very important point. And when you were first asking the question about advice, that was one of the first things that came to mind is mentorship. Because If you do, first of all, if you want a business that's built on a very, very solid foundation that's going to be around for a while, I mean, like you said, this industry, you mentioned at the beginning in your intro with sort of the cleanse that's, it's already started. We actually are welcoming that cleanse because we've put the right pieces in place. And most, if not all of that had to do with getting some amazing mentors and so, and coaches. And so we did the homework on the front end, and I would su- highly suggest, and sometimes it's hard to do this. I was very stubborn, but 
looking back, I see the value in all of this now, but understanding who, if you don't know what the word avatar means, find out, but I'll give you a basic, it's, it's essentially sort of your target demographic, right? But this is, it's not just about like, oh, I want to go aftermarket to, you know, women who are in their 40s. It's like you really dig deep into who is it that you, who's your audience? Like, who is your, your ideal customer? And really understanding that person. So doing some of that homework, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but the reason why I bring that up is because we did a lot of that homework of like not only figuring out who our audience was going to be and who we would resonate with best and who would resonate with us, but there's a lot of other pieces of the puzzle that are in there that if you do it right, you reduce the amount of stress, right? That we just got done talking about and anxiety and overwhelm because you have some of that in place. You also have the mentors that we just discussed who you can, you can talk to and, you know, have them talk you down off the ledge when you need it. So there's, so I, I totally agree with you. And I just wanted to emphasize that because I think that's really important. And the other thing is, is just, you know, when you're in those moments, it's like, I have this shirt that I got from a, um, an experience I went through a number of years ago and on the shirt, it says, remember why you started. And I think it's important to, even in moments of like, where you're just like, man, I, I feel like just throwing in the towel. It's like, just always go back to like, what motivated you to do this in the first place? Hopefully it's more than just money. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're we're in business. We want to make a, a good living, but I've said this to many people. I don't care if people buy CBD from us or somebody else, just make sure you're buying really good product. I want people to get results and that's where our passion is. And that's why we started it. And so I think really keeping that front of mind at all times. So it helps you push through those times when things get difficult and challenging, which is going to happen at every single stage of your company. And um, we're just getting started. And we, you know, I know there's going to be more, the bigger you get, it's just different types of challenges. So I think those are the big ones, you know? I love it. Great job. Well, I, I really enjoyed our conversation today. I'm super excited to see the release and official launch of the Good Body Journal, as well as the Good Body product lines. And I'm happy to be a celebratory partner with you here in, in the release of your guys' products. Like I said, I'm always looking for unique, you know, really effective things to share with our community. So we'll be excited to share this moving into the new year. And where can folks find you if they're interested in joining the Good Body community, finding out more about the release of your products? Right. Yeah. So there's a few different places. One is on Facebook. Our page is Good Body Journal. On Instagram, it's good. And by the way, it's good G-U-D, not G-O-O-D. So G-U-D. Um, on Instagram, it's G- good underscore body. And then our website is goodbody, G-U-D-B-O-D-Y.com. Amazing. Well, you guys, all of the social handles will be listed here as well as the blog, as well as inside of the blog surrounding this video and um, all of the, along with the show notes and show highlights from today's interview, go ahead and check them out. Lots to look forward to with Darren Philpy and his brother Damon, as well as the Good Body brand. That's G-U-D and body. Keep your good body right in the new year. We're super excited. And for all of the swag that's coming out, I mean, so much to celebrate, you guys. Congratulations. And really looking forward to seeing and celebrating your success coming into the new year. For those of you guys who are tuning in, just remember that we are here to serve you. Whether you are a person looking for products you can depend on to deliver the results you're looking for, check us out at medicalsecrets.com for our favorite picks. 
And if you're a budding entrepreneur or an established business owner who's sick and tired of going at this race alone and you need some fresh faces, some good advice, and some solid direction to change the trajectory of your business, increase revenues, and to reduce stress, have no fear. We are here. Check us out at theemeraldcircle.com. We are happy to help. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sonia Gomez, and this is The Hemp Revolution. We'll see you on our next show, guys. Thanks for listening to another rock star episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez. And just for you, we took notes on this episode along with the links and other resources mentioned inside of today's show. Get them for free right now by going to theemeraldcircle.com. Now, if you want more on this, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you like to listen, and you will be automatically entered in to our monthly giveaway where you can get swag bags, all kinds of cool gifts and discounts from our guests and exclusive offers that are only mentioned right here in the Hemp Revolution podcast. I can't wait for you to share this with your friends. With your help, we've been able to impact millions of people's lives around the world with the truth about hemp and cannabis. And we know that you love us so much that you're going to leave a review and rate us right now on your favorite platform to absorb content just like this. Now, we challenge you to dream big and love the life that you live. Thanks so much. And we hope to see you on our next episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. Ciao for now.